Hey everyone, this is Mike Andes. You're listening to the Business Bootcamp Podcast. And today, I want to say a special thank you to our sponsor for today's episode, which is FreshBooks. FreshBooks is a cloud computing software for all small businesses that's going to allow you to do all your accounting, all your invoicing, invoicing, all your expense management, customer, uh, keeping track of all your customers and all their information. You're able to do all of that in one simple software package. You can use it on mobile. It's just fantastic. And we've been able to get together with FreshBooks and come to the agreement that we're going to allow everyone that's the boot campers out there, all you listeners, a free month, totally completely free. You don't even need to put your credit card in or anything like that for like a trial. All you do is go to freshbooks.com slash bootcamp. That's freshbooks.com slash bootcamp. In the upcoming episodes, I'm going to share you exactly why FreshBooks is so unique and so much better than any other cloud computing software for small business owners. It's made specifically for small business owners, not for massive corporations or uh, companies that have large amounts of employees. It's very much geared for small business owners, and that's why over 10 million small business owners have chosen FreshBooks. So if that's of interest to you, if you need to make get more organized and you just can't handle all the paper trail go to freshbooks.com slash bootcamp now today we got a couple questions that came in via the website businessbootcamppodcast.com and remember you can go there and ask any question on how to start grow or save your business and so a couple questions came in along the same lines this past week and so i wanted to address it And they were asking for some concrete advice on how to open up your second location. So if you have a store or some sort of retail environment and you're wanting to open up a second location. Now before I jump into that, I just want to say that I'm officially going to FinCon in San Diego in September. It's the weekend of September, sorry, yeah, it's Thursday through Saturday on Monday 21st through 24th. And it's in San Diego. It's a financial conference for all sorts of podcasters bloggers media it's a massive media convention i'm going to be down there so if you're in san diego and want to say hi uh make sure you come drop by the sheraton there and say hello so that's in september i'm going to be shooting that on the vlog and kind of giving everyone inside scoops so make sure you stay in tune there if you haven't seen already the vlog is on youtube i put i'm trying to put a couple videos on each week of just tips and strategies and some of the stuff that i don't share as far as questions that i get on the podcast I'm trying to share on the vlog so make sure you check it out and subscribe on YouTube and hopefully you can learn some more there now today we are talking about when to start your second location now I'm not just talking about when to start your second location but I'm gonna be focusing more on the how and what you need to do before you start your second location now you shouldn't start a second location this is my opinion you should not start a second location or a third or a fourth or whatever location until you perfected the first one. And I think if you really thought of each business, each location, each storefront as almost like a franchise, when you buy into a franchise, you buy into the franchise because they already have a proven model, they have a success model, and they know exactly how everything's ran, and it doesn't depend on the owner to run each franchise location. And the reason that's so important is because as soon as you go from one uh, storefront to the second storefront, Something very interesting happens. That means what it is is that there is no point in time where you can be at both locations at the same time. And what that means is that in order to go to your second location, you need to have all the systems and 
everything in line and have the right people on the bus to fill in certain positions and to take responsibility and so that not all the balls are going to get dropped once you have to start going between two different store locations. So that's the first thing. The second thing is make sure you have enough demand for a second location. Like if your first location isn't even successful, if it's not even like knocking it out of the park, why would you want to start a second location? Why would you want to put a whole bunch of uh, of sweat equity and capital into a second location when the first location is hardly making money? Now, a lot of entrepreneurs come up with the excuse as to why their first location is doing poorly and then justify that by saying that second location is going to be better because of the location or because there's more people around it or the demographics are different. And sometimes that's true, but a lot of times they're just trying to get away from the fact that they should never have started the first location in the first place and now the second second location is going to dig them into a deeper hole and they are only chasing a pipe dream. So, in order to not do that, in order to not go after some facade, some fake dream, and stay in reality, is I'm going to give you a few different tips. So, first of all, before you start a second location, you need to ask yourself, get really serious on how is your current business doing? Remember back to when I said you want to think of it as a franchise. If the franchise model is broken or the business model is broken, you can't franchise the business model. Okay. Now, what you need to do is you need to treat that first location like it is your franchise uh, example. It's your franchise model. And so you need to make every single system, everything needs to be very systemized. You need to have a rule, not rules and regulations, but like uh, every single position within the company needs to be very specifically defined. And you need to make sure that the business can be able to run without you. And really, if that first business isn't making money, you shouldn't be starting a second business. You shouldn't start a second location. Because as soon as you start a second location, you're going to have to hire someone to fill the, the, the role that you were cur- used to be filling in the first location. So you're going to increase in payroll. You're also going to start increasing other expenses that would otherwise not be there. Now, you might say, well, you're sounding really negative against starting your second location. I'm actually thinking about doing the same thing next spring. So I know what I'm talking about and this is kind of hitting home and it's important because there is a positive to starting a second location and this positive part of it is typically when you start a business you have fixed costs and you have variable costs and one of these days we're going to get really in depth on accounting and do a kind of nerd out on accounting on one of these episodes but when you have when you talk about costs you have fixed costs and you have variable costs fixed costs are things like rent uh, electricity, things that regardless of whether or not you sell something in your business, you are going to pay. So it's just fixed. It's going to come out every single month. Property taxes, all of that stuff. It just It's fixed cost. It's just going to happen. Okay, Your rent, all of that. It's just fixed cost. Now, the thing about starting a second location, sometimes you don't have to get all the the uh, equipment or the same amount of lo- uh, space or storage or something, uh, you don't have the, the the level of fixed cost for that second location as you do for the first. It's like really economies of scale. Like if you have, for instance, uh, a restaurant, but then you have a commissary kitchen in one of your restaurants, that commissary kitchen, you might be able to start a second restaurant and not even need to build as much of space of a kitchen because in that first restaurant you have the commissary kitchen already. 
And so what you're able to do is essentially reduce the fixed cost of that second location by using the, the, uh, the infrastructure that is already in place. So that's why opening a second location is awesome. But remember, number one, how is your current business doing? You got to ask yourself that that question before you start a second business, second location. So number two, another question you got to ask yourself, do you have extra money? Okay, a lot of times when everything's going good in your business, it's easy to think, oh, I can I can just make a second location and double my income because this business is doing $3,000 net and I'm taking home $3,000 a month at the business. And if I make a second location, I can make $6,000 a month. That might be true, but it's not necessarily a given because remember, you are going to have to hire more people. You're going to have additional costs, even when it comes to things like accounting and structuring your business correctly, legally. So you got to ask yourself a question. Do you have extra money? And we talk about this in the in the book, a Millennial Millionaire, that's coming out soon, about creating that cushion, that runway for your business. And whether it's at your first business or your second business, there's a certain amount of time, and it's called in the startup world, you know, your burn rate or your burn through, with how much money you go through in order to become uh, profitable. And so there's that certain amount of time that you need to be able to survive. And so the question is, do you have that enough money? Do you have enough money? Do you have the extra money? to sustain that second location while you are trying to grow it to profitability. The third question you got to ask yourself, and this is the one a lot of people really do not do very well on, have you researched the market? Just because your business location, your storefront did so well on one side of the town doesn't mean because you move it five blocks over, it's going to do just as well. Okay, Even if you had a smash hit success in the first business, it doesn't mean that just even across the street, even across town, uh, across the state, across the country, whatever it is, you got to research the market. What are the demographics? Who you got to go out and scope out the land. Like literally, if you if you're going to do retail, you need to be sitting at that place for an hour to just looking at the people who are walking by, seeing what type of traffic are going by, seeing if people are walking, are they are they driving? What are they driving? How old are they? Uh, what's their 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 uh the demographic profile as far as age and uh you know who who's making the money like is it a poorer demographic or do they have more money you got to be able to figure all that out and research the market and then then you can determine if that area is worth opening a second location. A lot of times people think that because their first location is successful, that the next marketplace that they try to enter into is it's going to be just as successful and just as popular. Like the the just a mile between two different Starbucks locations, for instance, can mean the world of difference and be, mean the difference between like tripling sales. So it's all about location, and it's not just about the location, but the market that the that location serves. So make sure you research that. Couple more questions you want to ask yourself before you start a second location in the retail environment, whether it be food or retail, or even if you have a service-based business and but you need walking traffic to come in through your business. Someone like insurance or real estate, something like that. Okay, it's all still very pertinent about set, opening your second location. Number four, are you ready to delegate? Very, very important. Because if you are a micromanager. Not being at your first location while you're building the second location could mean you going on an absolute mind-boggling just stress-out attack. 
Because if you can't delegate and if you haven't found the right people on your team to fill in positions, like if you can't take a week-long vacation right now and you have one uh, a location that you're at one storefront and you can't take a week vacation and trust your people that everything's going to go fine, you probably shouldn't open up a second location. That's a really easy way of knowing of whether or not your team and your delegation skills and leadership skills are ready for a second location. If you can't leave for one week, and I don't mean like you can't be in contact with them and totally, you know, walk away from the business but if, if you can't just at least remove yourself physically from the company that the storefront for one week and manage it remotely or have your team manage it entirely then you're probably not ready for a second location because as soon as you start spending 40 60 70 hours trying to work on the second location if you are trying to micromanage the people in the first location your employees they're gonna go crazy you're gonna go crazy you're gonna have a stress attack you're going to start doing things that are irrational. You might lose the people in your first location and everything starts going downhill from there. All right, last question you want to ask yourself before you open a second location in any sort of storefront or retail environment. What are the financial and legal implications? Okay, so if you are currently having one storefront and you are there every day, for instance, you have a cafe or something like that, you're probably a sole proprietor as far as the legal entity structure of your business. And I don't want to get really in depth here and as to why and everything and all about the permits and things like that. But but I'm not going to get into you know why this makes more sense for tax purposes and all that. But you are going to want to switch from sole proprietor to corporation that could be an LLC limited liability corporation or you could do an S corp or you know you'd need to talk to an accountant for that your accountant would figure out what's best for you in your state because every single state is different as far as licenses and permits and your workplace posters and regulations and all of that stuff so you'll but you'll want to get the corporation you want to switch out the sole proprietor a couple of reasons, I won't go deep into it, but a few of the reasons are it'll protect your you as far as personal, uh, your personal finances and your liability to the company. Also, when you get that, uh, when you get that corporation, you're probably gonna have to get another EIN, which is employee identification number, and there's a whole bit, bunch of things around it. But you will want to make sure you have all the financial and legal things ironed out before you start that second location so that's it for today everyone uh i just wanted to share that with you it's something i've been thinking about a lot because we are wanting to start a second location about 25 to 30 minutes away i guess it's what probably 20 miles south of us in bellingham we're wanting to start a second location where we have the material depot and lawn care landscaping all the trucks can park there and everything like that and it's actually really close to a walmart where we're wanting to put it so there's gonna be lots of traffic the problem is like i've been doing a lot of these things we talk about i've been researching the market and there's way more competition we're up right now in blaine there's pretty much no one that does what we're doing as far as retailing and then also having a service based business around it and so but way to, in Bellingham, there's way more competition on the material end of things. Like there's massive companies that have lots and lots of dump trucks and they're just miles away. So it'd be way more competitive. Our prices would have to be lower. Our profit margins would be lower because we have to lower our prices just to stay competitive. Uh, but 
we still have one comp competitive edge, and that is we have the service part of the lawn care and landscaping services combined with the retail environment of the materials and landscape uh, design materials and all of that. So that that's still our unique advantage that we have. However, I have to take into account the fact that I have to almost triple my uh, my uh, daily of cash flow my my daily revenue in order to make the same amount of money so you that's that number has come about as of a lot of research and figuring out okay if my profit margin's going down this much to stay competitive how many more people and does the amount of traffic that goes by justify that and will it make sense financially so you got to make sure you get all your numbers right and even though our first location has been really really successful it doesn't mean it's going to be successful 20 miles away from our first location. So that's it for today, everyone. If you have more questions on how to start your second part of your business, the second, it might be a completely different industry, but I'm really talking about here, like if you want to start a second storefront in the same, in the same uh, business and the same corporation, it's just like you're, it's almost like a franchise, your second location that you're starting. If you have any questions about that, hit me up at businessbootcamppodcast at gmail.com or check out the website. If you have any questions on how to start, grow, or save your business, check out the website, businessbootcamppodcast.com. That's it for today, everyone. This is Mike Andy. You're listening to the Business Bootcamp Podcast, and I'm signing off.